You are listening to Creating Phenomenal for Your Life, episode number 57, Getting Started. This is Creating Phenomenal for Your Life. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and weight loss coach, and a family medicine doctor. This podcast is about mindset. What contributes to a life that thrives versus one that is stuck? We'll talk about many things, some related to coaching, some related to health, and some related to your questions, thoughts, and prompts. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to celebrate where we're at and give form to where we're going in our perfectly imperfect journey to a phenomenal life. And give high fives along the way. Thanks for being here. Hello, welcome back. I'm in sunny San Antonio. It's August and it's clearly the hottest time to be here of the year. And it's hot. (laughs) I've been coming to San Antonio for 20 years. 20 years. Back 20 years ago, it was the primary training center for Army Medical Corps officers. And wow, does it bring back memories. A lot has changed in 20 years. I'm here for a conference, and as a lover of learning, you can imagine how exciting it is to be at a conference. This one is for hospital medicine. So good. Today's episode is based on a question that I have been hearing a lot. Where do I start? Generally followed by, I'm unhappy, I'm stuck, I'm frustrated, I see my life slipping by, I feel like a spectator of my life rather than someone living it. I used to have dreams, I don't know who I am, something's missing. It feels like I have to leave blank for anything to change. And blank could be a job, a profession, a marriage, or something else. That's quite a list, right? Ugh, heavy. So it's easy to see where the question of where do I start comes from. Because getting to that point means that Someone is just surrounded by everything that they don't want rather than a life that is thriving. It's kind of like when you're in the general admission area of a concert and you want to leave and you're right in the middle. So every direction that you want to go, you just bump into somebody. You don't get very far surrounded by what you don't want. Well, where do you start? Here's a serious spoiler. Prepare yourself, maybe even sit down for a moment. It doesn't matter. It's like asking the question, if I want to name all 50 states in the U.S., where do I start? It doesn't matter. If I want to clean my closet out, where do I start? It doesn't matter. If I want to... Okay, we'll just stop with the examples. You get the idea, right? It seriously, it doesn't matter. Here's why. Choosing a place to start for many people or maybe just some people, the mind is going to freak out, like a serious toddler tantrum type of freak out. It's going to disrupt the current patterns or habits or how you view yourself or how you view the world. And any change to that, it will be viewed as a threat and it's wrong. Stay comfortable, stay safe, don't make a change. Even positive changes can cause that mind freak out. So what many of us high achievers and overthinkers do, we think that there must be a right place, a right answer, one that's just for us, one that we can get started and feel good and be comfortable and not have any mind freak out. Wouldn't that be nice? 
Because when the freak out occurs, our mind goes straight to, I must have made the wrong choice, picked the worst way, started at the wrong time, I can't keep going, I have to do something different. Yeah, all the judgment comes up. All the, if I had the right way, if I was doing the right thing, it would be smooth, I wouldn't feel bad. Except it doesn't work that way. There's no right answer. Or maybe they're all right answers. Both can be true, it just depends on how we look at it. If the mind is going to freak out, then it's going to freak out. If it's going to happen, then what are the terms and conditions that I want it to happen with? It's just another way of looking at it. I shared in a prior podcast, maybe more than once, (laughs) some old stories about money, about saving for a rainy day, and then saving more because the rainy day might be a hurricane, and then saving more because one can never be too careful, to the point of really shaming myself and shaming my husband for spending money. That mindset, God bless that girl. So based on scarcity and fear and not enough. Notice there's no room for spending or even considering spending. And I've been working on these beliefs. I've learned a lot about my brain when it comes to spending money. That the first responder, which is another way of saying that default thinking, is going to be guilt about how I'm not saving. It's deeply ingrained. Except now I no longer buy into it. I know it's going to come up. I anticipate it. I'm not shocked. Oh, there it is. And when it comes up, I never have to listen or act on it. I can just make a game out of it. If it's going to come up, how do I want it to show up? What do I want to experience? Travel? Conferences? Most recently, it was purchasing a new computer. And it didn't matter which computer or the cost of the computer. The default thinking was triggered, and it would be triggered. So I'm going to say it again. Any computer, any cost would trigger and did trigger the default thinking. So if I asked you, how do I get started? Well, any answer is right or wrong. It just depends on how I want to look at it. So it really doesn't matter. The answer then changes the question. If I'm going to trigger the default thinking, parentheses, I am, and parentheses, if I'm going to feel terrible for however long it takes me to identify and work through what's going on, then what do I want to experience? Can you see that shift in power? Can you see the retention of power when I ask it that way? Rather than thinking that the answer is outside of me and I'm powerless? I can change things around to the answers within me. And what do I want to do? And that shift, all that shift is, is mindset. It's using a higher level of thinking to override some deeply ingrained beliefs or patterns. Here are the markers that I use to know I'm on the right path for growing my life and growing my thinking. I'm uncomfortable. I'm asking how. I have butterflies in my stomach, and I'm looking around for safety because I feel vulnerable. It's new. It's different. It's incredibly uncomfortable. I don't want to keep going. That's the place to start. And most likely, I'm going to feel that way with any choice that stretches my thinking. That's how I know. These are things you can do, too. You can identify what comes up, your first responders, your deeply ingrained beliefs, your default thinking. What is it that you're willing to experience? What do you want to experience? What's going to stretch your life and your thinking? I can look at what are my choices to grow my life? Is it going back and enrolling in high school or college again? That doesn't register. 
Is it moving? Moving to another city or another state? Hmm, no. Is it cleaning out my closet? No. These are things that have grown my life in the past, but really aren't going to grow my life much. Not going to put me on a path to stretch and change or really evolve. Stepping into the unknown, working to change the patterns and the habits, that's uncomfortable. That's going to be the options of where I want to start. You know, when you decide to do something different, like when you walk away from the safety of the familiar, but you haven't quite gotten to where you want and you're in that in-between, oh, that's an uncomfortable place. Where you really question, is it worth it? Is it worth it for me to keep going? I'm in this in-between. I can't go back. I don't want to go back. I've already left and I'm not there. It's easy to think we didn't start at the right place. I'm going to go back to the premise of this podcast. It doesn't matter where you start. Asking the question of where do I start? How do I start? It's really indulging. If I don't know, I don't have to make a decision. I can just stay right here. I can just believe I have to learn more, do more, research more, study more, ask more questions, find more resources, and then I'll be able to make a decision. Except none of that is needed. That's just a delay. All of that is looking for an answer on the outside. It's trying to soothe the tantrum of the mind, the freak out. It's trying to prevent the freak out. And that tantrum, that's just a bully. Soothing the bully may be interesting or feel important, but it's not helpful. Your mind may be the same way. Any change that you want in your life, it's on the other side of that brain freak out. And maybe not one, maybe 50 or 500, whatever it takes. So here's a question that I use. If my brain's going to freak out, what do I want it to freak out for? When we were in Portugal at the car rental counter, and our travel package included some basic insurance. There was an opportunity to purchase the upgraded insurance. Knowing that our car insurance back home doesn't cover international rentals, I had the sense that we're going to have to spend money. And we're either going to have to spend it for insurance or for damage. But the option of not spending it wasn't there. So I could ask the same question as above. If I'm going to spend 200 euros, how do I want to spend it? A, towards what will cover almost everything in advance, or B, to pay back after damage has occurred? It made it simple to answer the question. Pay in advance, have peace of mind. So back to the original question, how do I start? Well, you're here. You've already started. Isn't that the best news? You've already started. I'll bet that after listening to a few podcasts, like any podcast that you choose, anything that's helping you to challenge your thinking and tap into your inner wisdom and get out of your own way, that you are noticing things differently. You're noticing the conversations that you have with others, they're different. They're not like they used to be. Maybe your tolerance for behaviors is different. Your willingness to speak up or walk away or explain a boundary or try something new or different, those are signs that you've already started. So we can now ask a different question. How did you start? Maybe you just did. Maybe you stopped the excuses. Maybe you allowed your choice to be good enough. Maybe you just believed that you could and you started investing the time or the money or the resources towards your dreams or your goals. 
And from there, you make the next decision the same way. Years ago, I had a friend who asked how I knew Craig was the one. And she was dating a guy that on paper looked really good, but she had some serious doubts about the relationship. And she had just started learning how to crochet and was telling me about the yarn she picked out to make a baby blanket. How did you know the yarn you chose was the one? It was easy. I didn't even have to question it. Of course it's the right one. How did you know? There's so many to choose from. Oh, I get it, she said. (laughs) For someone trying to lose weight, they may ask questions like, do you count calories? Do you exercise more? Do you drink more water? Do you add or remove snacks? Do you go no sugar, no flour? How about paleo? What about vegan? What do you do? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. You pick one and you try it. And you're either winning or learning. You're going to learn way more by doing. Can you see how there's indulgence and stall tactics of the mind? When we've got all these options, how could we possibly know we can't make a decision? Life changes more from making a decision and evaluating how it worked than it does for waiting and searching for the right place to start. And there's always going to be that fear of missing out once you make a decision, because at least temporarily you have to forego all the alternate choices. And it's very funny how good the alternates look after you make a decision. It's funny to me, at least. Like, oh, that's why it's easy to go back. Well, maybe I didn't really decide. Maybe I have to think about it some more. That's more indulgence. Do you remember, did you ever register for wedding gifts? Like, what an amazing time in life. Creating this dream list and you could put anything on it. I remember looking at china patterns and thinking, oh, there's so many beautiful ones. How do you choose one? especially if you have to close the door to all the other ones. It's funny to, to see the excitement and the disappointment in a decision. Getting to know the mind, it's something to do every single day. To pay attention to our thinking, because it's going to lead us somewhere. And the more intentional we are, the more likely we are to go in the direction we want. Towards those dreams, those goals, those whatever makes our heart just leap with joy. And when we do that, We get where we need to go, where we want to go. We'll find what we're seeking, and we'll see that there is no right way. I don't want to discount. There are better ways to do things. Like if I'm in Texas and I want to go to Maine, it's better to drive north and east than it is to drive west. I intentionally made that an obvious example. Don't entertain options that will obviously lead you away from your goal. Choose a place to start, expect the mind drama, and keep moving forward. And when in doubt, ask questions to put it in perspective. Is there a reasonable chance that this will lead to my goal? If every place to start will lead to success, what do I want to experience? Going back to the why. Why am I doing this? And how about this question? Who can I serve or serve better by doing this? So going back to the driving analogy... There are several routes between Texas and Maine. What are the areas I want to see or stay in? What are the areas that offer opportunities that I really want to experience? Do you see how all those choices, they can equally be good? So growing life, expect the discomfort. Expect the learning and learning and learning and then winning. The answer is the one that you create the one that's inside of you that you put into action, everyday action, 
and taking action every day. Freedom. Freedom to stop indulging, freedom to get started, and to be uncomfortable for reasons that are going to grow your life. One more note here. It's so easy to think that other people have it easier, that they aren't struggling, they figured it out, they knew the right place, they got it perfect. That's all just mind drama. Because really, we have no idea what goes on for others. I struggle all the time, throw mental tantrums, get in my own way, work through old belief systems on a regular basis. So if you need an example of struggling, you can use me. (laughs) Don't let comparison slow you down or keep you from getting started. But again, the good news, you've already started. It's only a matter of where you want to go next. I am so glad you're here. Happy August, sending you all my best from sunny San Antonio, and I'll see you next time. Ciao. Are you ready for coaching? Ready for more in your life? Want to see what's possible? Then message me at Facebook, Dina George MD Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you.